You're a little older and a lot wiser. The future is yours. Define aging on your own terms. Welcome to AARP Without Limits with your host, Mike Olander. Hello and welcome. This is AARP Without Limits, WPTF Talk Radio, disrupting aging with the power of 50,000 watts. And our podcast available anytime on demand at WPTF.com or through our Facebook, AARP North Carolina. I'm your host, Mike Olander of AARP North Carolina. We've got a great show for you today. Folks, AARP Charlotte's Rebecca Gilbert is here with her for her debut appearance on the show to talk about all things Queen City and what great things AARP has been doing there this year. But before we get to that, as always, ladies and gentlemen, my esteemed production engineer here at WPTF, Mr. Jason Kong. Jason, how are you doing, my friend? I'm great, Mike. You know, you always call me the the esteemed producer. <laughs> I think you need to go ahead and promote yourself to the esteemed host. I, I think you're an esteemed host, too. I think we're an esteemed team here. I really like the way you said that. You know, I'm trying to get you a raise, buddy. I'm trying to get... Hey, listen, I, I will not stop you at all. You go on. I'm trying to get the big wigs here at Curtis Media <laughs> to uh, take a closer look at Mr. Jason Kong. You have such a great radio voice, I have to say, Jason. I, You know, when I'm driving in my car and I'm, and I'm listening, um, and he randomly sometimes pop up when I'm not expecting it, and I'm like, that's Jason. Wow, he's so good at this. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. You sound good, too. You know, don't don't... Sell yourself short, Mike. You've got you've got some pipes on yourself. Well, I appreciate that. I, I have an excuse though. It's not my day job. So when I get those, you know, I'm, I'm saying too many ums or ahs or you know those types of things. Um, when I do hear the show or the podcast, I'm like you know, I'm very critical of myself, but I enjoy it. We have a good time, and for me, that's much more important than almost anything else. Almost agreed. Yes. Anyway, Jason, um, we've got a great guest today. We're going to be talking about the Queen City, and now. Um, you're here based and, you know, raising your family in the, in the Raleigh area. And, and I know you were, you grew up in Orlando. Um, you never spent any time living in Charlotte, did you? Have not spent time living in Charlotte, have visited there, but, you know, I know you are quite familiar with the Queen City. Quite familiar and quite fond of it. Yeah, it had a major life change back 10 years ago. Uh, work used to work for AARP North Carolina was looking for, you know, a better place to raise my family. And that's to say, those of you who are from New York and New Jersey, you know, no, I'm still a Jersey boy at heart, but uh, awfully expensive up there. And when you're working, you know, in an office in Manhattan, the commuting and all of that, and then I'm visiting my brother down in Wake Forest and saying, wow, it's uh, a little warmer down here. The winters are a little shorter and it's so much cheaper. Oh my gosh. And and then it's beautiful and it's just culturally very, very different. And then so when the opportunity opened up, um, to uh, do basically the same job I was doing up there, down in Charlotte, I jumped at it, and uh, it was really one of the best things. I th I'd say the best thing I ever did for my family, aside from actually starting my family. Um, but today we're going to, uh, and this show here, obviously we're airing in the Triangle um, on the radio, but this podcast we do share statewide, and we do occasionally, as you know, Jason, highlight certain areas um, of the state where, you know, ARP North Carolina, obviously statewide organization. We have 1.1 million ARP members across the state, more than 500 volunteers leading the work along with staff. Um, and in the Queen City, you know, is a very, very special place. Obviously, you know, one of the major metro areas in, um, in the state, in the country. 
um, and uh, an area where we're seeing a lot of uh, really great activity going on with ARP, which we'll, we'll get to when we get to our guest. But uh, before we get to that, Jason, while we're talking about the Queen City, I want to get into uh, figured, figured we dig into some fun facts. And as I know you, you're, you, you like you like fun facts, right? I, I love a fun fact. Yeah, fun facts are always fun. So um, if you put in Charlotte fun facts into Google, you'll be amazed. There's a there's a lot of stuff that pops <laughs> up. Um, a lot of pages, a lot of people have spent a lot of time thinking about this, which is great. And so I want to share a couple of things with you, Jason, and, and with our audience. Uh, you may not know what's true about Charlotte. So did you know that Charlotte was the location um, of the first gold rush in the United States? I did not know that. 1799, that's right. Um, they found the nation's first gold nugget was found in, in Carabas County by a 12-year-old boy. Second nugget was found in 1803, uh, which led to Carolina farmers checking their land for gold and mining in local stream beds until the 1830s. Um, imagine that discovering that you were living on a gold mine back in, back in the day. That doesn't happen so much, you know. You don't hear that. <laughs> oh, they're carving up a new uh, cookie cutter development over here in Raleigh. <laughs> their discovered gold is there, and yes. Um, Anyway, Charlotte has made quite a few appearances on the big and small screens, ranging from Shallow Hal, The Hunger Games, Talladega Nights, Days of Thunder. Um, familiar with those films. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets' famous name dates back to 1780. And do you know this? Do you know anything about this? I do not know the origin of the name. Okay. Uh, so the Hornets got their name from the British general Charles uh, Cornwallis during the Revolutionary War. He marched through Charlotte where he met opposing troops. And as a result, he nicknamed Charlotte as a hornet's nest of rebellion. And the name definitively struck. Centuries later, Charlotte is still referred to as the hornet's nest and, of course, the home of our favorite basketball team, the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte is the pimento cheese capital of the world, Jason. Did you know that? Not just the country, but the world. Big fan of pimento cheese. Did not know that Charlotte was the capital. That's, oh, I do that's love, incredible. I do love me some pimento cheese. It will pack on the pounds, though, if you are um, if you're you gotta go careless easy on that. That's right. Started in uh, a family-owned kitchen on Wilkinson Boulevard. And speaking of, Wil of Wilkinson Boulevard... On Wilkinson Boulevard, we have a historic Dairy Queen. The uh, North Carolina's oldest Dairy Queen is located on Wilkinson Boulevard, and it has actually been named a historic landmark, believe it or not. Very cool. Yeah, so just a, a few of the many, many fun facts of Charlotte. And uh, just as a, a quick demographic note, um, the you see different information that's out there uh, in terms of fastest-growing city versus fastest-growing metro area. Um, but uh, definitely within the top five for both categories in the country. Um, Charlotte uh, ranking the last year third fastest-growing city in the country. Incredible. And Charlotte and Raleigh are expected in the next 10 years to be the leading uh, cities in in the country uh, and metro areas as well, and it's it's interesting. I remember back when I was actually working in Charlotte, meeting with some city planners there, and they were talking about the expected exponential growth of both Charlotte and Raleigh, and they would refer to the massive land area between Charlotte, the Triad, and and the Raleigh Triangle area, and referring it to it as Charlay. Charlotte, Raleigh, in one giant metro area as it's essentially being like a super mega, whatever you want to call it, metro region in the country. 
Um, and uh, another fun fact, one last thing, of the, the 100, roughly 100 people that move to Charlotte every day, um, 85% of Charlotte's growth is, is migration. So uh, factoring in people, you know, birth rates, things like that, mm-hmm. 85%, um, which is uh, number one in the country, Tampa. Wow. Yes. Nearly all of their growth is due to people moving there. So fascinating stuff. I'm fascinated by fun facts anyway. So, uh, and folks, if you want to learn more about that type of stuff, obviously just Google it. But um, while we are talking about Charlotte, we cannot talk about Charlotte without talking about all the great work that's going on there and uh, to speak to us about what ARP is doing in Charlotte and the Charlotte region is a relatively new member of AARP North Carolina. Been with us a little, just about a year, I think. Uh, Rebecca Gilbert, who is the Associate State Director for Outreach and Federal Advocacy based in Charlotte. Rebecca, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. And before I start, first, I took from your conversation that I need to work on my radio voice. (laughs) And second, I have another fun fact. Oh. that you did mention. Okay. So as a political junkie and a spy buff, um, uh, Charlotte was actually in an episode of the TV show Homeland. Really? And it was filmed at this little burger shop called Zach's Hamburgers that they just tore down, which is very, very sad. And um, I actually went on its last day of business. Oh, Wow. So it's a fun yeah. fact and a sad fact at the same time. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> mixed feeling. Oh, great. Well, thank you for that. Um, Rebecca, for the sake of clarity for our audience, let's begin by talking about your title and what your job is, because most likely folks out there don't know what Associate State Director at AARP is and, and what it means. So just so folks know, what it is, what is it that you do with AARP there in Charlotte? So North Carolina for AARP is unique in that we have five associate state directors and all of them cover a specific region of North Carolina. And why that's so great is that it allows our work to be hyper focused and localized at the community level. So as the associate state director for AARP in Charlotte, I cover 13 different counties and work on outreach and advocacy, which means planning programs and activities for our older adults, as well as advocating on their behalf at the state, local, and federal level. Great. Very succinctly put. Now, prior to you joining, and it was last summer, I know, when was it last summer? What year? What month? Yeah, we're almost at a year. Just about a year. I think June 13th is a year, which is crazy, but it's gone by so fast. Congratulations on that. Um, and prior to that, you uh, were working with ARP, but at the national level, what has that transition been like for you? It's been great. So I worked in our DC office for four and a half years, working on our campaigns team, working primarily on grassroots campaigns. And I advised all 53 state offices in that capacity. And it's been great to things from the other side working from the state office perspective and also i feel like in this role i can see the impact of my work because i work directly with the volunteers i work directly with the state legislators and local legislators so i can see the impact of the extremely important work that we're doing at aarp it also helps because i know all of the aarp isms all of the different abbreviations for everything and um the learning curve is a lot less steep when you've worked for the organization before. 
Absolutely, it has. And you bringing that knowledge and experience from the national level definitely has been an asset and has um, definitely enhanced the work that is uh, that, that had been ongoing in Charlotte, and you're adding your own new twist and a lot of leadership to it, uh, which we're going to dive into uh, in quite some detail after this commercial break. Thanks for being with us, folks. You've been listening to ARP Without Limits. We'll be back after this short break. And we are back. This is AARP Without Limits. As always, folks, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your suggestions for future topics and guests. You can do so by reaching out to us, sending an email. Send us an email to AARP Without Limits at AARP.org. We've been speaking today with Rebecca Gilbert, who is the Associate State Director for AARP North Carolina, based in Charlotte, speaking to her about her experience transitioning her work into Charlotte. And uh, those of you who you know are fans, fans of the show, I actually said that, Jason, uh, familiar with our show here, um, may know a few weeks ago we had on a Charlotte volunteer named Joetta Glover, who was the recipient of the 2022 Andrus Award, which is the highest uh, level award that AARP offers to anybody um, in the state. And uh, based there in Charlotte, we were discussing with her, uh, talking about the um, the Charlotte Volunteer Network, which is something that a group that Rebecca currently uh, leads there. Um, there's always a, a lot of remarkable work going on in your neck of the, of the woods, Rebecca. And with so much of it is actually led by volunteers. So tell us a, a little bit about the volunteer network there, who they are, and what uh, what is some of the great work that they are doing there right now? For AARP, at our core, we are a volunteer-led organization. I would not be able to do the work that I do in Charlotte without my 100-plus active volunteers. Everyone is so smart and so capable and so educated in various backgrounds. Our volunteers range from former pilots, former military professionals, former bankers, government workers. They all bring such a unique background that really makes our volunteer network extremely robust and diverse. Um, some, some things that they're doing in Charlotte, not exclusively, uh, but some of the work that we're doing is we have volunteer-led programs free information sessions on topics such as how to prevent yourself from becoming a victim of fraud, how to work and maximize your brain as you get older, knowing the benefits of Medicare and how to fit your home to age in place. All of those are programs offered at local libraries and senior centers and community centers all across the Charlotte region by our volunteers. In addition to that, we offer technology trainings in the libraries. We also offer different social opportunities such as movies, book clubs, exercise classes to get our volunteers moving and engaged. And we also have volunteers advocating on behalf of older adults in our state general assembly, in front of our federal legislators, and also in front of our city council members and mayor. So our volunteers run the gamut of the great work that they do, and they all are so ingrained in the community 
such as the faith community, the LGBTQ community, Hispanic, Latino community, that they actually create a lot of relationships that we build upon based on who they know and the important organizations that they'd like to partner with. Wonderful. That's a great overview of, of the volunteer network there. And so folks understand too, you know, the range of different types of volunteer activities and people that are part of the volunteer network um, is so, so important because they're not just there facilitating the programs, they're planning. They're part of your strategic planning process there, right? Where they are providing their input and saying, hey, I'm from this community. I can tell you the best ways for us to reach this community and the types of messages and topics and things like that that resonate. And so um, folks of you who are listening, uh, you have a friend or they're living in the Charlotte area, if you're listening to the podcast, um, be aware there are lots of different types of opportunities. And you've just kind of scratched the surface with the opportunities that can exist there. Um, in the nearly year that you've been there in Charlotte, Rebecca, in this role, you've done a really great job of working in partnership with other organizations in the area. What are some of the groups that you think are making a real impact down there in Charlotte? And, and what do they have in common with what you and AARP Volunteer Network are trying to accomplish? That's a great question, Mike. Some, but not all of the organizations that we work with in the Charlotte area include Sustain Charlotte, which is an organization that works to make the Charlotte area as it grows, as you mentioned so many people are moving here every day and average age as folks move here gets older and older. And um, Sustain Charlotte works to make trails and transportation and greenways accessible for all people um, as the area grows. Another organization we work with a ton is The Links, which is a historically African-American Black women-led community service community um, organization that really works to spread awareness and information to those populations. And we also work with a lot of local government entities. We work with the Mecklenburg County Parks and Rec to make sure our parks and green spaces are accessible and available for all. We work with the Mecklenburg County Department of Social Services to provide educational programming and opportunities. And we also work with um, the Central Line Area Agency on Aging, which is a great, great resource that provides information and educational topics and conversations for the over 50 community. As you know, there are about roughly 100 people a day, I guess depending on who you ask, uh, that are moving to Charlotte and the Charlotte uh, area. Though Charlotte is attracting a lot of young families and adults, uh, it's also going to get demographically older like the rest of the state, right? Uh, what is ARP Charlotte doing to help the city and the county and the region prepare for a growing population of older adults? Great question, Mike. And the population is getting older in Charlotte. And we want people to feel like they are excited to age and ready to age, that it's not something that they dread or don't look forward to. So some of the programs we also provide in the Charlotte area are learning how to care for your loved ones as they get older, um, because that's a role that a lot of folks take on. Learning that it's never too late to save for retirement. That um, in addition, when um, people are figuring out what social security is and what they can um, 
do to maximize their social security benefits. We provide them with information on those details and resources. We get people excited to age because they feel like they're equipped with all of the tools that they need to age as they wish and really enjoy their lives as they get older. That is fantastic. And um, you've been looking to expand the reach of AARP Charlotte beyond the city and, and Mecklenburg County. I know you're not just based in Charlotte and looking to, to kind of broaden your footprint a bit there. For those listeners who may be in the Charlotte region, but outside of Charlotte or the county, how can they uh, connect with you and the volunteer network and get involved? Great question. And we're especially looking to expand to the rural communities around Mecklenburg County. And as I mentioned, the Charlotte region encompasses actually 13 counties, including some of the more rural ones, such as Stanley or Cabarrus. And the best way to reach out to me and to connect with me is via email. You can reach out to me at rgilbert, R-G-I-L-B-E-R-T, at A-A-R-P dot O-R-G. I'm always looking for new ideas, ways that you want to get involved in your individual community, and ways that you want to empower folks as they age in your neck of the woods. So I always feel like the best ideas come from our volunteers because they have the direct on-the-ground knowledge and experience on what their neighbors and friends and loved ones need the most from AARP. So it's a great way to connect and expand. Wonderfully, wonderfully put. Well, Rebecca, I want to thank you so much uh, for everything that you've you've been doing there and for engaging ARP members, ARP volunteers, and just the 50-plus community in general down there in that area. In the, in the last year that you have been there, it's been a, a remarkable uh, first 12 months. Um, you've, As you know, you're surrounded by people who are very passionate, care very much about making an impact. Um, we know at AARP that uh, people who choose to volunteer with us um, truly deserve to be honored because they could be spending their time doing anything at this stage in their lives, and they choose to uh, act out, you know, uh, express their values, express their passions, and in uh, the hopes of making a positive impact. And they are in very good hands uh, with you there at the helm of the Charlotte Volunteer Network. Rebecca, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate everything you're doing and for your time today. Well, folks, that is a wrap. Again, please email your questions and comments to us at AARP Without Limits at aarp.org. I want to thank Rebecca Gilbert for being our guest. Thank you to Jason Kong for production. Thank you, folks, for listening. This has been AARP Without Limits. I'm Mike Olander, signing off.